At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside the VEASAN studios here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe rolling alongside for the first time. We've worked together here at the network. We've ran into each other a number of times. Jeff Parles. Jeff, how are we doing, buddy? Femi, I'm so excited to be on the desk with you finally. You've, you've been, with the, been with us now for, oh, it feels like forever. I, yeah, point. I can't even, it was, it was August it was when all, I joined the network. August, so, uh, I know you did some shows with Tim before you were with yep. us officially, but uh, it's exciting. It's exciting. Another person to check off the list for me, uh, basically continuing uh, my my. Uh, Big list of everyone basically has worked in the network at some point. It's all been a voyage of just checking off just different people, the number of lists. But it's uh, it's been fun though. I'm absolutely fired up to be working with you because we got a really good sports day oh, yeah. on this calendar. Opening day of the NBA playoffs, four games today, four on Sunday. But make sure we're hanging out with you guys for the next three hours. Tweet at the show at Vston Live on Twitter at Jeff Parles is where you can find Jeff at Femi Abebefe is where you can find me. Coming up, we'll break down all four game ones, tipping off today. Today in the NBA playoffs, including Jazz Mavericks, which gets underway in 60 minutes. We'll also take a look at today's MLB slate, 15 games. We'll see where the value lies on the diamond. The NFL offseason continues to roll along. What's going on with Kyler Murray and the Cardinals? We'll discuss at the top of the second hour. Our road to the draft takes us to two locations today, San Francisco and Green Bay. We got to make up for some time despite the rising gas prices here, Jeff. So we'll <laughs> examine both of those contenders in the second hour. But first, 
How about those playing games yesterday, Jeff? Wow. See, the Cleveland Cavaliers, they fall to the Atlanta Hawks there. They were up big. Hawks end up coming back with Trey Young having that big second half. Then, of course, another Clipper collapse in postseason play as the Pelicans punch their tickets. Yeah, let's start with that first game because the Cavs looked like the Cavs when Jared Allen was healthy at the beginning mm -hmm. of, of the season before that finger injury. And Cleveland fell off, and obviously he's not even in the postseason now. But – Femi, that was all about Trey Young because Trey Young now we have seen, we saw it last year in the postseason, saw him torment the Knicks in five <laughs> games. We saw him come up big against Philadelphia. They come up short against Milwaukee last year, but Trey Young was dominant in the, in the second half and especially late in the third quarter into the fourth quarter. And it was as simple as he outplayed Darius Garland in a big way. And Garland's going to have a great career. We saw it this year where you take the giant leap forward into being an all-star leading the Cavs, at least into this playoff playing scenario. And young was just better. What are you going to do? A great player was great last night and the Hawks get it done. And then that, la that last game last night, the I ball, mean, Femi, you, you were, you were saying before the show, you, you're a little snake bitten these two games in the yeah. Western conference where you have the Clippers, both games, you're up double digits with seven minutes to go in, in Minneapolis, no Carl Anthony towns, the rest of that game. Doesn't matter. T-Wolves nope. win. And then last night, the Pelicans, I don't know what happened to them in the third quarter, where their offense just got completely stagnant. They were going one-on-one -on -one for the first time, really, that whole game. Mm -hmm. Defensively, they just lost it. And then in the fourth quarter, the Clippers clippered. That's the only real explanation <laughs> for that. And really impressive by New Orleans, Femi, to, to deal with all these injuries this year. And with a first-year coach in Willie Green, to come down, come back from double digits down to get into the playoffs, very impressive by the Pelicans. Yeah, Willie Green, it's incredible. They had the cut-up of him talking to the team there in the broadcast saying, hey, just fight. We're down 10, but, like, we got to keep fighting. And they kept fighting. The Clippers on their side, though, to give up those big runs in the fourth oh, quarter, man. both of those games. I mean, they were outscored 31 to 17 in the fourth quarter on their home floor. I believe it was 12 missed free throws. So – I get that Paul George was out because of the COVID protocols. Kawhi Leonard had been out the entire season. The Clippers were not the full Clippers team that we will expect next year. But, I mean, if you just make half of those free throws, you win the game. Like, like 12 missed free throws is just incredible for the L.A. Clippers there. Brandon Ingram, he scored 30 points in that game. He had a team high there for New Orleans here. But I want to ask you, though, about the Hawks. Mm -hmm. Because here we go. This team made the Eastern Conference Finals a year ago. Now they're into the playoffs can they be frisky in their series against the Miami Heat, who are the number one seed, the disrespected Miami Heat? Depends on your definition of frisky there, Femi, because can they play some tight games and really make Miami work in a five- or six-game series? Absolutely. They are more mm. than good enough offensively in order to do that. I'm just scared defensively for them. And Miami, yeah. look, you are 100% right, Femi. They are disrespected as a one seed. It doesn't feel like anyone is taking them to come out of the Eastern Conference. They are great defensively. They have the best coach left in the, in the playoffs, period, in Spolstra, who I don't know what it is about Eric Spolstra. I guess it's because he coached the big three, but that guy gets disrespected so yeah. much. He is, he is, at worst, the second-best coach in the NBA, depending on what you think of Pop at this point at the end of his career. But I, I, my, my anticipation in this series, I understand why some may say, oh, going to take a flyer in Atlanta over $3 
taking a shot there to pull the upset. I just don't think they're good enough defensively to beat Miami, but they can make them work, and that could end up paying dividends for whoever comes out of the bottom of the bracket later in the postseason. Yeah, I think Miami is too good defensively there. I actually took a flyer on Miami 5-1 to one to win the Eastern Conference. I just like that. Just because the path and their coaching, they have the home court advantage, and they'll see whichever it be, Milwaukee or Boston or Brooklyn, whoever ends up coming out of that other side of the bracket, they will have gone through a war to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Maybe we can uh, schedule out a little bit of a profit there once we get to that point. But let's turn our attention to today's slate. We have four games starting off with the Jazz at the Mavericks game one. And the big stories with this series in general is Luka Doncic and his availability. It was game 82, unfortunately, for Dallas there. Luka Doncic suffers that calf strain. And right now, the series price on this series is Jazz laying $3, Mavericks plus 240 over at BetMGM. Before we get into game one and what we know with Luka's status possibly coming back later Later on in this series, is there anything that stands out to you with those prices? I, I, Femi, the injury really is just the timing is so horrible because this yeah. was going to be because we the first price I saw before we knew Luca was going to be out at least for game one and probably game two was it was essentially a coin flip. It was Utah minus one fifteen or Dallas minus one fifteen, depending on what book you were looking at. Mm. I just can't bring myself to bet Dallas without Luca in there. Even though Utah has been this team all year, I've been gearing up to fade the postseason. I think we all have. Because they just don't look like the Utah Jazz of what they were a year ago. I thought that that was going to be what they were going to be this year. They weren't. Mitchell and Gobert seemingly really don't like each other, to put it very politely. Mm -hmm. But I I just can't bring myself to bet on Dallas with no Luka today, probably no Luka in game two, where if Utah wins both games in Dallas, this could be a four-game sweep despite the fact that when Luca's in, I would have given the advantage to Dallas. Yeah, it's such a tricky series, I think, to bet into because I don't think I would ever want to bet Utah laying three dollars there just because of what oh, you said. I, agree. I mean, like you have <laughs> you have tension within that team there, and you're paying that price of minus three hundred when a lot of the discussion is that yeah, this is probably Donovan Mitchell's last year in Utah. Like I don't want to have that hovering over them as if they face any sort of adversity, maybe it all crumbles for the Utah Jazz there. But I think this is a series where you can pick your spots. And I think that's one of the cool things about these series prices. Mm -hmm. Once you see game one or game two, the series prices tend to adjust. And if we get some positive news about Luka Doncic maybe returning for a game three next week or so, maybe you take a nibble on Dallas there at a big plus price since they are likely to lose these first two games at home. Yeah, it just, I'm not. It'd be an uphill battle for sure. It's just hard because if Utah had home court here Mm -hmm. and Utah wins their first two games in Salt Lake, and we know Luca would come back for game three. And again, that's a big if. All right, then I could consider saying, you know what? They're down 0-2. They have three home games in pocket. Luca's good enough to steal one in Salt Lake. Fine. Dallas ending up with home court here is what makes this even more tricky than yeah. it would have been in the first place. Because if Dallas loses the two home games, you're going to an environment that we know historically is a great home court advantage in the postseason. So I'm probably going to just stay off the one interesting thing, though, Femi. What happens if Dallas wins game one today without Luka and then all the pressure is on Utah despite, again, it's totally backwards. Dallas has home court here. Mm -hmm. In normal circumstances, the team without home court never would really have pressure, but Utah would have a lot of pressure if they blow game one today without Luka and knowing that 
maybe Dallas can push them back a game now because Dallas stole one of these games at home. That, that would be fascinating and to see where that price might go if Dallas were to win today. Let's get into game one here. We'll talk about this all throughout this first hour, but the Mavericks are catching five and a half points over at BetMGM. The total is down to 209 and a half. Anything for you on the side or total? I know you said that Dallas, it's tricky now with no Luka here, but five and a half is quite a bit of points. I love how we on the bottom of our screen, we have the openers where Dallas opened three. Right? And the total was eight and a half, <laughs> excuse me, eight points higher. Uh, and I believe it was you actually on Twitter yeah. that made this point. Luca's amazing. There's no arguing that. But is he worth eight and a half points? No. Probably not. No one is probably yeah, worth no, eight and a half worth that. <laughs> at this point in the NBA. So I'm going to stay off because I really want to see what Dallas looks like. And Amal mm-hmm. Shah in, in Lombardi line made a great point. If you've been betting these games in-game, you've had opportunities for middles galore in mm-hmm. these play-in games. This feels like another game where you could end up with middles galore, especially if, well, what happens if Utah doesn't show up at the beginning of the game and Dallas hops out 10-0 or something like that? You're going to have opportunities in-game. I'm staying off, even though I will say 208.5 is ridiculously low for an NBA game at this point. This Utah team is 20 and 21 away from Salt Lake City. So they're not world beaters away from home here. So to be laying that kind of chalk yeah. on a team that already has some weird vibes going on, I don't think I could ever get there with Utah. I grabbed the points of the Dallas Mavericks okay. there. I took plus five. It's now five and a half there. Um, I, obviously, I'd love it there at five and a half. But I just think that this is a spot to where Dallas has been game planning for this all week long. This is not a surprise like we saw with the Clippers where Paul George day of it's like he's in the COVID protocol. Mm-hmm. They've known that they don't have Luka now that they can kind of I maybe surprise Utah here in this first game and maybe have a really big performance of some of these role players who choose to step up. I think that could be a very, very uh, interesting game here with Dallas tipping off at the top of the hour. We'll talk about this game more on the other side. Plus, Timberwolves and Grizzlies. I want to get your thoughts here, especially with this series price. It is very intriguing. This Memphis team laying 375 when they have never won a playoff series with this core. That will be fascinating. We'll see if there's any value in that series. We're just getting warmed up, though. It's betting across America presented by BetMGM. The NBA playoffs are here. Stay with us. Talking Timberwolves Grizz next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Beautiful Draft is right here in Las Vegas, and we'll have extensive coverage, including mock drafts from Matt Humans. Michael Lombardi, a former NFL GM, will give his draft analysis. VEASAN host Mike Pritchard, who was a first-round pick and Sean King, a Super Bowl champion, will give you insight on what you can bet on. Also, legendary sports broadcaster and voice of the Las Vegas Raiders, Brent Musburger, will give his draft best bets. And our NFL Draft betting guide Sign up today to get full access to VEASAN through the NFL Draft for only $19 at VEASAN.com slash draft. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe, rolling alongside Jeff Parles here from the VEASAN Studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Four NBA playoff games today, four tomorrow. Let's break down the game that's tipping off at 12.30 Pacific, 3.30 Eastern. And that's the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Memphis Grizzlies. This is the 2-7 matchup in the Western Conference. And when you look at the series price from a more macro standpoint, Minnesota getting $3 there in this series. The Grizzlies length minus 375. When you saw this series price, what was your first reaction? I wanted to say it was, it was just too much on the Memphis side, but Mm. then you really go through this whole thing, Femi and Memphis, despite the inexperience of this group. And now this group last year went through a play in scenario. They had to win two games. They went on the road to San Francisco and actually won at the chase center and beat golden state, which Pretty good accomplishment for a team that had never been in a playoff scenario. Yeah, there were, there were significant dogs in that game. Yeah, and they uh, win in overtime, no less, too, and and get it done. So I wonder how much that helps them in this spot, going up against a team that has one playoff game experience, which is not even technically a playoff <laughs> game. 
and you add in the the craziness after the game with the celebration, which, by the way, I, I loved it. That's been, been a terrible franchise for all the years. And have some fun. Maybe Beverly hopping on the scores table and crying <laughs> like uh, <laughs> you just witnessed a, a child being born yeah. uh, was a little over the top. But I, in the end, for me, Femi, this feels like either Memphis – we're, we're going to learn a lot today because mm-hmm. if Memphis comes out and pummels Minnesota in game one, and Towns looks bad again like he did against the Clippers. This could be a very quick series in favor of the Grizzlies because if the moment is not too large, and, and keep in mind too, Femi, this is the best team the Grizzlies have ever had, period, between Vancouver and, yep. and, and Memphis. This is the first time that they're they're going to have home court potentially expected to at least have home court in the first two rounds. The only other time they've had home court in the first two rounds was when an eight seed got knocked off when they were a four, or knocked off a one when they were a four. But I, I expect Memphis to win this series in six. I didn't have any bets pre-flop. I think the pr- the price is a little too steep for laying it mm-hmm. on Memphis just because Minnesota has enough youthful talent that if they piece it all together, them upsetting Memphis is in play. But I lean Memphis in six was what I ended up coming up with. This might be one of the biggest, like, narrative street type of series. Oh, yes. I think that we can get. Yes. And it's better as we try to veer off of the narrative street, but it's hard not to in the NBA playoffs, one, and with this series, two, because you have this Memphis team, minus 375, and they're not a proven playoff performer. Like you mentioned, this is the first time that they've ever been with the home court advantage in a series this early here. This is the first time this group with John Morant and company that they've been favored to do something significant. Mm-hmm. Like, how does this team handle being in this spot? Because you mentioned them knocking off the Warriors last year in the 8-9 play-in game. And that was a team that they were not expected to win that game. Everybody thought that, okay, the Warriors will get the eight seed after losing to the Lakers and we'll have Steph Curry in the playoffs. And then here comes this kind of youthful exuberance of this Memphis team they knock out the Warriors now they're expected to win and they're expected to win by a pretty significant margin there when you have a price at minus 375 to me this feels like kind of a lengthy series I think it's six or seven games just because Memphis not being used to being in this kind of role it's just not a valuable bet in my opinion to bet them at minus 375 the part to me that is interesting and you touched on it too is that Minnesota coming off of the play-in tournament victory (laughs) over the Clippers, especially in game one. Do you think that that is an angle to fade the Timberwolves? Because that has to be a little bit of a letdown after the big celebration that was everything short of confetti falling down. I'm surprised there wasn't confetti when it's all (laughs) said. I thought it was coming. (laughs) But it's an interesting point because there will be some people that look at that and say, you know what, I want to fade them off the emotional win. Mm -hmm. I'm not really in that camp when you've had – this many days off in between because that game was Tuesday night. So they've had almost a full week at this point, three full days of not playing heading into the fourth day. So I'm a little bit wary of that angle. I understand it. If you made me bet this game today, I would lay with Memphis, but I'm not sure. I'm not usually in the camp of three days later, at least with pros in college, different story, Mm -hmm. but with, but with pros, I'm not really in on that one just because they've had so many days. And you know what? Next mission, 
It's Memphis. We don't care yeah. about the Clippers. Pat Pev didn't care about the Clippers 90 seconds after the game. He was just happy they won. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, he was he was ecstatic that they had won that game. And to me, I almost would rather look at some of these maybe Memphis in seven, yeah. Memphis in six kind of prices. And we and we have some of these prices up here from Bet MGM because you look at the Grizzlies to win in seven, it's three to one. Grizzlies in six plus three sixty. I mean, Grizzlies 4-1, I don't really see Memphis cruising in this series. I think it's going to be a hard-fought series there. And the Timberwolves Mm. are talented. They're young, but they're really talented. I mean, Anthony Edwards is unafraid. He is not scared of the moment. there. You saw early in that game against the Clippers that, he, oh, this guy is, like, here to play. I think that if you want to bet the Grizzlies, maybe you do one of those series correct score avenues of Memphis in six or seven just because you're going to get at least $3 there. Yeah, I, I don't hate that strategy, actually, because I'm with you. I don't see this being – I definitely don't see this being a Memphis sweep. No. Definitely don't I'd, see I'd that. be surprised. I'd, I'd be impressed as hell, too, wow, if they did Well, that. That, that's <laughs> – a last portion is actually something people will miss. Yes, if they go out and sweep, then it's like, okay, then Golden State maybe have to work six or seven yeah. games against Denver. Maybe a little bit easier in the second round for Memphis, potentially. I would go to – if I were to play the series correct score prices that you see there at BetMGM mm-hmm. – I would look to play Memphis in seven, Memphis in six. This feels like Minnesota is more than talented enough to get two or three games in this series, make the Grizzlies work. But I just don't see, I don't see Minnesota winning a series on the road. Like I don't see them winning a game seven in uh, in grind city. Though, yeah. Femi. So yeah, you're basically locking in, making it plus 200 and plus 260. If you play them both, it's still a pretty nice size product uh, or, or pro- profit, assuming that a, uh, they don't win in five or four. Yeah. 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 If they, I mean, winning in five is definitely a possibility. That is the uh, favorite outcome over there at bed MGM, but I think it's a six or seven game series and I would lean towards Memphis being able to advance the total though. In game one really interests me because right now you look at the spread Memphis is favored by six and a half, but the total two thirty six and a half over at bed MGM. And that is the highest of these game ones that we've seen. And so far through the play in tournaments, I know it's not technically the playoffs, but it pretty much is it's playoff type of intensity. All six games went under. Would you identify this game as another kind of an under situation there with 236 and a half being the number? So the total is obviously very high, mm-hmm. as we know. And it makes sense with these two teams playing in this game. Femi, the one thing that I will say that is different than a game one as opposed to what we just saw for six straight games, those are all essentially game sevens. Yep. And this is a this is a very different feel for this. This will feel more like the regular season, at least in game one. Assuming Memphis isn't tight, which I don't think this group will be tight with having this game at home against a team that uh, that is very similar to them in the way of youthful talent. I wouldn't be scared of betting the over in this game. I'm not going to. This would be another one of those where you have a, to- a total that's this high. Wait. See if you get a slow start. See if the thing falls even to like 229. Kind of like that Hawks and Hornets game the other day <laughs> where you ended up losing the preflop closer by a half. LaMelo tried, guys, I know, but he didn't get there <laughs> yeah. in the end. He got but, swatted. <laughs> but every single in-game number on the over came in because at the end, I know it was a little bit ridiculous, everyone stopped playing defense, but this is one of those where I would wait and see if I can get this at a discounted price and embed mm-hmm. it over if the pace is right, Femi. Yeah, and it's, a, it, it's kind of a, a good in-game scenario, especially with these game ones of just – 
feeling it out because these two teams are feeling it out as well. Like a lot of times these game ones are almost like sparring sessions. Nobody's really trying to throw a haymaker early on in a game one. Now, maybe because these two teams are young, we see that happen, but we tend to see playoff series. Okay. Game one, feel it out, see what they're going to do, how they're going to play us, how they're going to defend this to where maybe you could be able to get something there in game. Once you see if these teams are uh, at least putting up a bunch of shots or if the pace is high, that I think is an avenue to go ahead and attack this series. But Carl Anthony Towns, you brought him up mm-hmm. because he had a horrific game. Wasn't good. Against the Clippers there in the play I mean, he played 24 minutes, fouled out, having about 11 points or so. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Carl Anthony Towns, I mean, I, he's going to play better today, I would wager to guess. But would he be a guy that you would identify as a prop over on his points? Just because the last thing we saw of Towns mm. was him just playing absolutely horrific in that win over the Clippers. I don't love the matchup in this series for him. Because JJJ? Yeah, I, I, I should be defensive player of the year. I know. Of, I know. It feels a lot like, of people got tickets. I know. On that. It feels like the whole network has <laughs> tickets, but he he should. Mark is smart. That's a different argument for a different time. Yeah. But I would say more than anything, if Minnesota is going to win this series, to pull it away from Towns, it's going to have to look like it did against the Clippers, where Russell and Edwards are the big time scorers in this series. They might not be able to get enough out of Towns in this series in order to realistically compete. But I don't want anything to do with his point total, rebound total, because that looked really ugly against the Clippers. It it was not good. And, I mean, if you listen to some of the way that a lot of Minnesota people speak, they say, hey, that this guy hasn't been great in these big games. And we saw it again earlier on Wednesday night. Interesting, though, at BetMGM, the total just went up to 237.5. Keep going. Bet it over, guys. Somebody's taking that over there. (laughs) On the other side, we're going to take a quick break from the NBA, talk a little MLB here. This is BAA. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe alongside Jeff Parles here from the Visa Studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. We're talking a lot of NBA playoffs. We're going to table that for just a little bit here. We have a game tipping off in 30 minutes between the Jazz and the Dallas Mavericks. But we got a big MLB slate today as well, Jeff. And I know that you're always keeping your eye on what's going on in the diamond, especially as it pertains to the one New York Mets, the first place New York Mets, I should say, at six and two. They're taking <laughs> on the Diamondbacks in less than 40 minutes out there. And right now, the Mets are up at MGM, minus 160 against mm-hmm. the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks on the other way, plus 135. Before we get into the game, how are you feeling? Just general eight games in. So far, so good about your New York Mets team. Raise the banner, Femi. No, <laughs> oh, I'm, no. I'm, oh, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding, of course. But I will say this with, with, with the Mets, and this is a year going in where we saw them get, they were just, until DeGrom got hurt, second or third favorite to win the World Series in most mm-hmm. books. They were steamed pretty hard through the offseason, and I think properly so. Because of the additions they made, at least offensively, obviously signing Scherzer helps things as well. But so far, so good for this team. They took advantage of a horrible Nationals team. They probably should have swept that series. Buck uh, decided it was a good idea to get Trevor Williams action instead of actually winning the game (laughs) on Sunday, regardless, whatever. And then they blow the game on Monday in Philly. But other than that, they've looked pretty sharp. And today they get Carlos Carrasco going for them. Carrasco had a horrible year in in a short a short amount of appearances last year because of injury. Looked pretty good in his first start. Gave up a run early, and that was that in Washington. Now the Nats are might be one of the worst teams in baseball. He gets another team that might be one of the that worst teams say. as well in the Diamondbacks. Zach Gallon's making his season debut. Gallon, when Gallon has been good in his career, Gallon's been 
awesome and been a great bet on pitcher. Uh, these numbers feel right to me, Femi. Minus 155 consensus, minus 160 at BetMGM. It feels about right on the Metropolitans today. I don't have a play on this game. I did because our friends behind us mm-hmm. had a, had a little bit of a little bit of a rogue number on the division odds in comparison to what the rest of the market was. Oh, hey now, I did take a, I did take a plus two forty earlier in the week on the Mets to win the NL East because the rest of the market's really sitting at about plus one seventy right now, Femi. So I was like, you know what? That's a good number. It, it's a really know? good number. The Braves seem to be missing Freddie Freeman right now, and they're obviously anxiously awaiting Acuna to come yes. back from the knee injury. But th- this is set up for the Mets, where they match up very well with Philly in that division. The Marlins aren't quite ready, and the Nats think. I thought plus 240 was quite good. Who do you think would be the biggest threat to the Mets in the NL East? I know the Braves are the defending World Series yeah. champions. You mentioned Philadelphia. I know we had Scott Seidenberg in the chair a couple weeks ago. He loves the Phillies. I've heard other people love this Phillies team. They have Bryce Harper, the reigning NL MVP. It's one of those teams, right? It has to be, it has to be Philly yeah. or Atlanta. Yeah, Miami's not ready. I know they're good. Miami's going to be a sharp bet on team this year mm-hmm. because they have really good starting pitching. They have a lot better pieces than people realize in that lineup all of a sudden, which is something we haven't been able to say about Miami in a long time, but I would lean still right now, probably towards Atlanta, but I have not liked how they've looked early in the season. Now it's very early. We're less than 10 games in a lot changes, changes a thousand times over 162 (laughs) games, but I would probably lean Atlanta. The Phillies defense is just disastrous still. And I don't trust their pitching enough, despite the fact they have seven guys in that lineup that are awesome hitters. This Mets Diamondbacks game, because I'm looking at the total right now, and it's sitting at eight. And unders have been cashing at a crazy clip so far in this MLB season early on. I mean, I believe it was last Sunday where uh, Better had uh, just parlayed all the unders and was able to turn like $20 into 20000 or whatever it was. Would you play with this total here at eight, which seems like a low number here? I know it's early in the season. The ball doesn't really fly as much, but whew, eight. That's it's low. It's that's low. low. I, I would I would stay off. I think that's probably about right. Gallon is a, an above average pitcher. And again, I'm, I'm the only concern is I don't know what Carrasco is giving me at this point because he had one good start after a lot of bad starts a year ago. Tampa Bay and Chicago. This game gets underway at 11:10 later on this morning. Here, the White Sox. They're a really good team. A lot of people love this White Sox team. They're absolutely loaded. They're minus 140 against the Tampa Bay Rays, who have been really good over the last few years as well, plus 115. And this is, I believe it's a rematch of a playoff series that we saw as well. But where do you lean here, whether it be the side or the total, which is sitting at eight and a half? The uh, Ken Griffey on the White Sox days for the rematch (laughs) of this uh, postseason series there, uh, Femi. Kluber and Kopech, your pitching matchup. Mm -hmm. So, I'll say this with Michael Kopech, and I'll say this with the White Sox, because I, I, I'm not sure if people picked up on this. I know some who at least follow the White Sox every single day picked up on this. I thought their pricing was actually you, – you're getting much better prices than I would have expected through this first eight games of the season. They were undervalued in Detroit. Should have swept that series. They blew that game on opening day. Win two out of three. They win two out of three against the Mariners as an underpriced favorite in most of those games. And I think minus 130, if you can get that, and it, seeming, it seems you might even be able to do better than minus 130 right now at some spots in the market, that feels pretty cheap on Michael Kopech, who was awesome in his first start of the year. And Kluber's another one of those guys. Look good yep. in his first start, but we don't know what Corey Kluber really is at this point in his career. So yeah. I'd only look to the White Sox here, who if you're going to keep getting minus 125s, minus 130s on them at home, 
you got to just keep taking them. And if they lose, you tip your cap and move to the next game. Yeah, no, that's fair to me there because this White Sox team is absolutely loaded. And any given game, they can go off for nine, eight runs oh, yeah. or whatever, and you'll be sitting pretty good there. A team that everybody absolutely loves in this next game, 12.07 is our first pitch. Blue Jays and the Athletics. And Toronto, if there's one team, and I, I kind of follow baseball as a tertiary sport for me. Mm-hmm. It's not a primary or secondary sport. And even then, still, I keep hearing about the Toronto Blue Jays, this young team. I mean, they have Vladdy Jr., who's a, an, an MVP good. favorite here, as the Blue Jays minus 225, the A's plus 180. Early on in the season, are you comfortable laying that kind of juice there, minus 225 in this single game? It's a big price, but it's right. It's, yeah. a, it's a correct price. And the A's are, pr- are a triple-A team. Yeah, well, the one thing I will say, the A's have looked a little bit better than we probably expected this mm-hmm. first week. And the A's always seem to get their 70 wins regardless <laughs> of whatever it is. They never truly bottom out. But this Toronto team and and Vlad, of course, two nights ago goes for or three nights ago now, three homers mm-hmm. at Yankee Stadium, flips around, has a golden sombrero. And then last <laughs> night hits one about 500 feet in the first inning against the A's. That's baseball in a nutshell oh, these that, days. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> uh, this is the, the one I'm looking at here because we mentioned a low total in, in Queens today. Giving me eight and a half here on, on a Blue Jays game against the team that I like Blackburn. I think he's probably Oakland's second best starter behind Montes at this point. Mm-hmm. But you're really going to give me an eight and a half in a Toronto game? That seems pretty pretty enticing to me, Femi. Yeah, no, that's it's indoor. It's a controlled environment unless the weather's really nice. So the ball can fly out there in Toronto. So, uh, yeah. I don't think I ever get there with minus 225 laying that with Toronto. Uh, I get why they're favored like that, and they should be favored like that, but that's just – I think there's other bets that you can find on the board other than minus 225. I mean, I'd rather honestly even bet minus minus one and a half runs. Bet them on the run line and possibly take it that way if you really think that the Toronto can beat this Oakland team. The Braves, we mentioned them earlier. They're in San Diego today, first pitch 105. Padres minus 115. The Braves minus 105. A couple of really intriguing NL teams. So – this is an interesting scenario because Nick Martinez, who barely, barely pitched at all over the past few years, and by barely, Femi, he hadn't made an appearance in the majors since 2017, basically. So it's been a long time. Looked all right in his first start mm-hmm. against the Giants. Uh, the Braves throwing Ian Anderson, who I like. Coin flip is right here, Femi. I'm going to stay off. Total at eight. Makes sense with two guys who look pretty good in their first start in a ballpark that usually leans towards the pitchers. It's funny about this NL West because when you look at the standings, I mean, Dodgers are good. Giants are good. Padres are good. That makes sense there. The Rockies doesn't really make as much sense. No, a lot of people didn't love the Rockies heading into the season. They're five and two. That will probably, the water will find its level on mm-hmm. that. But of these teams, the Dodgers are going to be the favorite to win this division and rightfully so with how much talent that they have. But the Giants and the Padres, the Giants were awesome last year. Maybe get a little bit of regression this year with the Padres regressing in the positive manner, maybe. Here's the one thing with the Giants regression talk, though. When you win as many games as they did last year, if you regress, let's say, 12 games, mm-hmm. you're still in the mid-90s. Like, you're still, you're still really good. <laughs> and the one thing that I will say with the Giants, and we saw it last night, Carlos Rodon in two starts with the Giants has been virtually unhittable so far. And the Giants just continue to find these guys. And I know Rodon... A little bit different because he was great last year is really just when he's been healthy, he's been quite good 
in his entire career. I'm buying the Giants more than I am the Padres. I just okay. I need to see the Padres get Tatis back, yeah. see how he looks. And the Giants just it doesn't matter if I think the roster is mediocre, if I think the roster is actually good. They find, they find a way. Yeah. They just they they're just one of those organizations at this point. Are the Padres a team that you maybe identify once you start to hear that Tatis is maybe a few weeks away? Do you maybe buy low on them in the futures market? Let's see how they start here because yeah. this is one of those teams that I don't think the pricing will dip as much as you would hope. Just yeah. because, especially out here in Vegas, our location hurts us here. Maybe. In newer jurisdictions, you have a little bit of a better go there. And it's, it's always going to be priced in that the expectation of Tatis eventually returning to that lineup, him being an MVP contender. On the other side, we'll talk a little bit more baseball, plus our final thoughts, Jazz Mavs here. It's betting across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. 
Discover BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Sign up today and win $200 if you place a $10 wager on any NBA playoff game and either team hits a three-pointer regardless of your bet's outcome. Simply use bonus code VSIN200 when you place your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Enjoy the playoffs more than ever with BetMGM. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Femi Buffet alongside Jeff Parles here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. We're just running down the MLB slate. And we left off here with Twins Red Sox. Mm-hmm. The Red Sox is the game first pitch 110 over there at Fenway Park. Minus 140 is Boston, plus 115 Minnesota. But the big thing that we were talking about during the break here is that Minnesota, once again, now it doesn't sound like it's going to be serious, but Byron Buxton has found himself injured. It's a, it's a yearly occurrence, yeah. and it's a shame because uh, our, our great producer, Stephen Bond, bringing this up before, like, he's a $300 million guy if he stays healthy, mm-hmm. and he just can't stay on the field. And for today, Femi, this is, this is a pitching matchup where you, you could go either way here because Sonny Gray has a wide range for Minnesota, and then Tanner Houck, we don't know how long Tanner Houck's going to go here because Houck is a big strikeout guy. It's early in the season. We've seen guy. We've seen pitchers go much longer in their second starts as opposed to their first starts, uh, and of course the Twins were involved in uh, the controversy controversy of controversies mm-hmm. this week with Kershaw getting yanked after 80 pitches in seven. But what innings. did you make of that? What did I? I look. I I hated it. Yeah. I hated it, and I I, I think my uh, I'm a lot younger than a lot of people with the take that I that uh, <laughs> that I have because you're trying to grow the game mm-hmm. and. What we love in sports more than anything is when we have elite players doing amazing things. And Kershaw has done everything in his career but throw a perfect game. Now, if Kershaw genuinely thought, okay, I can't throw another pitch without injuring myself, all right, I'll back off a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it just felt so wrong with a perfect game, no less. And now Dave Roberts has done that twice. He did it with Rich Hill a few years ago. <laughs> now with Kershaw where – I thought he was going to throw it, too. That Twins lineup that day was brutal, and he'd already gotten by Correa. I, I, I was not watching the game. I was following it on social media, and I was like, wow, like, it's through seven innings. He <laughs> might really do this. And that's the sad thing that, that you mentioned. It's like growing the game and talking about it more because that instantly becomes one of the biggest stories of the day there. Oh, if yeah. he throws that, I mean, not only because it's a perfect game, but because it's also Clayton Kershaw who is going to the Hall of Fame, one of the best pitchers of his generation. And the fact that we kind of got robbed of that moment there is unfortunate. But like you said, if he had felt that, hey, you know what? We didn't have the full ramp-up period because of the condensed spring training. I don't feel comfortable going back out there. Then fine. Yeah, like pull him. That's the right thing to do. But there's been no indication that that was the case. Even though I will say, though, Femi, the other two surefire Hall of Famers of this era, Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer, neither of those guys are coming out of the game. N- neither of them. So, uh, again, I don't want to. I don't want to blast Kershaw here, especially <laughs> because he's an all-time great and he might yeah. be the best. He not might be. He is the best left-handed pitcher of this era. Yep. It just. It just. It was a tough pill to swallow, especially for when. It's one thing if it's a no-hitter. We already saw you, Darvish, pulled with a no-hitter earlier in the year in the first week in Arizona. That's one thing. When it's a perfect game, when there's been less than 25 
and they've been playing this game since 1860. It's a little different. It's a little different. <laughs> it's a little different there. Yeah, it's a bummer that we did not get to see that played out. And of course, the next batter goes ahead and breaks up the perfect naturally. game there naturally, naturally. <laughs> for the Minnesota Twins. But you said that you this Twins lineup is not that great as we were outlining there. The total in this game is nine and a half, though which is higher than some of the others that we've seen here. Fenway Park, minus 115 if you like the under, minus 105 on the over. Yeah, I'm actually even seeing bigger juice on the under now. So if you're betting at MGM, you're doing pretty well at minus 115. Mm. A lot of the uh, market now settling in at minus 120, even minus 125, betting that under. They just don't want to move to that nine, Yeah, <laughs> the books. So it feels about right. Again, you got to take the ballpark into into account here because Fenway, as we know, is a great hitter's park. Tigers and the Royals, Kansas City minus 135 at home, plus, well, just moved to minus 140 over at BetMGM, plus 115 is Detroit on the road, the total sitting at eight. This is one of those series, and I know Baez hasn't played in this series for Detroit, where I thought the pricing's been off, where these are more coin flip games to me mm-hmm. with the starting pitchers, and it's not like it's Bubik and and Manning are the starters today. Neither of those guys are particularly good at this point in their careers. I just don't, I don't see Kansas city being a favorite in this game. So I would only bet Detroit, the Royals offense, other than uh, other than the first day of the season has just been a disaster so far. And the Tigers are one of those teams where I think they're going to be able to pick on the bad teams. But once they step up in competition, as we saw earlier in the week, they lose two out of three to the White Sox. They struggle in a series at home, losing two out of three to the Red Sox as well. They're going to struggle when the competition is better. But against the weaker teams in the American League, like Kansas City, Femi, they'll be able to take advantage. So I'd only bet Detroit here. Yeah, baseball is one of those sports. It's like, especially you're just betting these numbers. And it can be infuriating because every team is going to lose 50. Every team is going to win 50. Then the rest of that in between is kind of how it settles out to, to different differentiate, I should say, the good teams from the bad teams. Um, Let's turn our attention back over to the NBA here because the MLB, we got the games coming up in the afternoon. We'll touch on those. We got plenty (laughs) of time to get to a lot of those games, but we do have a game tipping off in about 15 minutes down in Dallas. Game one, the start of the NBA playoffs here, the Utah Jazz taking on the Dallas Mavericks. Dallas without Luka Doncic, he is out with that left calf strain. The Mavs plus five and a half over at BetMGM. The total is down to 208 and a half in this spot. Any final thoughts here for Jazz Mavs game one? The pressure's all on Utah. It is all on the Jazz. A situation where they've thrived historically. Oh, they've been great <laughs> in pressure situations. And Gobert's especially been great in pressure yeah. situations, Femi. But it's just so much to ask of really, and we were talking about this off the air, Spencer Dinwiddie is the most important player now in this series, mm-hmm. which is just with Luka out, it's a bizarre statement to say, but if Dallas is going to have a shot here to pull the upset as the four seed, which it'll be great when when someone inevitably says the Jazz upset the the Mavericks I mean, when they were a three dollars favorite, fire them to the you moon. know you know that inevitably <laughs> will happen at some point over the next few weeks if that result happens. But if Din Dinwiddie has the capability of, and it may seem ridiculous when you're dealing with Donovan Mitchell, a legit top fifteen player in the league, on the other side. Could end up being the best player in this series. It's not mm-hmm. out of the question, but that's just a lot to ask of a guy who has always really been a role player. He's been phenomenal since Dallas got him in the Porzingis trade, which was a little bit questionable on both ends at the time to me, but it's worked out great so far for Dallas. It actually worked out for Washington too, because Porzingis didn't play much <laughs> and they were able to tank as much as they wanted to down the stretch. 
But I would only, again, if I would only bet Dallas. We talked about it earlier. Eight and a half points for Luka, which yeah. even though he's a legit top three player in the league, that is a lot for one guy. And that's, that's where I stood on this game. I took Dallas plus five just because I did not think that anybody in the NBA right now is worth eight or eight and a half points. Hell, I don't even know if anybody historically is. I mean, Michael Jordan in his prime is probably worth seven, maybe at most. Like eight and a half, that's just way too much of an overreaction. And the people who were able to get in on Utah immediately at those plus prices, I thought were ones that made the best bets there. Mm-hmm. But and now you see a lot of people chasing bad numbers here, which is steaming this out to – five, five and a half year because now it's, oh, I wake up in the morning and, well, Luka Doncic is out. There's no way Dallas can win. Let me bet Utah. And I don't think it's that simple, especially with the home court advantage, which is a big factor in the postseason there. It's not a big factor in the regular season, but in the playoffs, home court means a lot here. And Dallas is still a pretty good team, even without Luka Doncic. And I think that they're going to be a little bit more free-flowing. Not that Luka is holding things up there, but he's a very ball dominant player. His usage rate is through the moon here. And I think that they can maybe kind of be a a free flowing offense could be a little bit trickier for Utah to defend in a one game situation here, which is a game one. Yeah, no, I I actually agree with you on that because you could see more drive and kick, even Mm -hmm. though you obviously see that a lot with Luca as it is. And the one other thing too, and we have seen this in the playoffs against Utah over the years where it has not gone well for them. Go small. Yep. Go wildly small. And, yes, I understand it'd be easier to do that with Luka because Luka can at least rebound for someone his size. But just try to go really small and try to get Gobert off the court and make him unplayable like the Clippers did, like uh, Denver ended up doing. Uh, even with Jokic, he was still kind of unplayable in that bubble series two years ago. So that would be the way that I would look to do it if I'm Dallas, try to spread it out, hit a lot of threes, and – they're capable of hitting a lot of threes, yeah. even without Luka. If Luka Doncic doesn't play in this series at all, I think progressively as we move throughout it, Utah becomes that much more valuable because once Utah is actually able to see how Dallas is going to play without Luka, I think that is where they get the advantage. But because this is early on in the series, Dallas has had all week to prepare for, okay, we don't have Luka. Here's the counters that we can throw at Utah. I think that more extreme outcomes are in play in this game. It wouldn't shock me if Dallas just wins the game outright. But I got him with plus five. We'll see how it goes. Tip off at the top of the hour. On the other side, start hour two. Kyler Murray and the cards. What's going on in the desert? At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. 
I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.